You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Oh my God. The second half, this is going to be like the second half of Saturday Night Live. It's just like, oh, that was weird and not funny. Feeling strong. I don't know if you're feeling strong because you just told me a bunch of shit about not feeling good. No, so. I'm feeling strong though. It's okay. I can strong. still. I can not feel good. I can feel. I can feel down, and I can feel. Uh, I can feel sad, oh, and I can feel lonely, I, but I can no. feel virile as a man. Oh, you know. Yeah, I think you just kind of summed up how I feel all the time. <laughs> wow, that's very prescient. I actually don't so, feel sad or lonely. I do just have... I've had a headache that's been going on for about four and a half hours. Yeah. And I I just sat and watched my computer update for a legitimately an hour and ten minutes. Uh, so I could use a program for six minutes. And then find out that program didn't even work. So, uh, yeah. a little annoyed. <laughs> I very... I, I just uh, did a bunch of research and uh, wrote it down. And I can't find the piece of paper. <laughs> that's really good. You're probably sitting on it. I probably am. I, I just, but I also, I'm like, I don't, it's in one of these books. I, I just don't feel like getting up and getting it. I That's put my cool. Bullstax on. I'm ready to go. That's cool. I think we just, just let it happen. Just let it roll. Hey, you know well, what I didn't is... do? I didn't pour myself a drink, which is usually my, uh. Why do go and do that? I'm going to do that. I'll be right We're back. We're going to wait. All right. All right. Everyone just hang out. Everyone just be cool. Help yourself to, you know, whatever you got in front of you. Yeah. I'll, uh, well, wait. I'll play some Queen's Rock. This is like hold music. What the hell is going on here? No, oh, I played some hold music. Oh, nice. Uh, All right. Excuse me, that was fucking Chris DeGarmo. Is that right? Cool. Wait, so if so if I play parts of songs, can you tell who they who it is? Uh, sometimes. Who is this? I would assume it's Queen's Rikes, it's Chris DeGarmo. <laughs> they just told Yeah, that does, it was very, very bad at trivia. All right, fine. Uh, I'm going to try play another song, and you're not going to guess who it is. Probably not. It's going to okay. be like, it'll be fucking creator or some shit. Like, I have no idea. No, no, no. No, Andrew, I, I love, I believe in this game. I believe that this is the game that will finally put us over the top. <laughs> what does this. that even mean? Okay, uh... Okay, guess who this is. Okay. It's not Guns N' Roses, nope. but it sounds like it. 
Mm. He sounds familiar. <laughs> You'll never guess who it is. I think this is Mr. Big. Oh, so close. It's Queen's Rike. Oh, my God. Oh, my Holy God. shit. Hold on. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. Good intro, whatever this is. Oh, this is Almost great, like right? this might be the intro of their career. If I had to guess, and I am just guessing, <laughs> I would say that this one. is Mr. Big. No. You're so close. You're so close. Think harder. Think more Northwestern. Hmm. Is this Ted? No, is this, is this Ted no. Contemporary solo though. project. No, contemporaries though. Friends, oh, friends, but yeah. not grunge. And it's not Bikini Kill, right? No, it, nah, no. Although I can see how you could make that mistake. I did hear that Kathleen Hanna jerked off a lot of people from the metal scene there. So, <laughs> I, you know, I heard that too. Uh, I heard that she actually is responsible for a lot of um, <clears throat> a lot of that, especially with this band. When we get the guy Maybe from Mr. All... Big on the podcast, we'll have to ask him if he got hand release from Kathleen Hanna. Oh, when it's Queen's right. Oh, that's Queen's right. Oh, I, yes. I never would have guessed that. <laughs> Queensryche. And the reason why they recorded Empire is partly and is uh, mostly in part because it was ghostwritten by Kathleen Hanna. Wow. And she's Della like, Della Brown does sound like something she would write. Right? And she's like, I just want to write a concept album. And Jeff Tate's like, oh, I think it's... <laughs> I want to write a concept album that overreach. Okay. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, Operation Mindcrime is just about living in Olympia with being Kathleen Hanna's roommate. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Actually, no, this song is about Kathleen Hanna, and uh, guess who? Uh, but I want you to guess who the artist is. Okay. Mm, the bass. It could be Chris Novoselic. Yep. It could be Toby Vale. Could be. Kind of sounds like Tool. Mm. You're actually right, but no, <laughs> no, no. Uh, listen, that could hope. That could be. That could be uh, Kathleen Hanna on guitar. This twinged, is Porno for Pyros. No, oh god, you're so close. Same tour, same Lollapalooza. Jesus. No, come uh, on, you gotta, you gotta guess before the you gotta guess before the votes come in. Mm. One more guess. Skin Yard. Oh, it's Sonic Youth. Sonic Youth. God damn it, I was really close on that one. So close. God, you were so close. Sonic <laughs> Youth, the benefactors. Sonic Youth, Sonic Youth, who made millions and then distributed it evenly to all other indie rock bands like Jay Maskus and Dinosaur Jr. and Bikini Kill. Speaking I still of money, haven't seen anyone call out um, Kim Gordon on straight up lying about the last Sonic Youth show in her memoirs. <laughs> like, I, I, I really would love to see that. I just don't think it's going to happen, but you know, I, it is what it is. Um, I, I love the story of Keth, of uh, Sonic Youth's Benghazi. 
Sonic Youth, lock her up, lock her up. <laughs> so we should go to a bikini. We should go to a Sonic Youth concert. The when they inevitably because the floodgates are now open uh. and fucking six months from now, Tad Doyle is going to be like, "Hey everybody, this is Tad Doyle, and I hope that you." Yeah, I took off my breathing apparatus to tell you that I'm coming to your tour, your, your town live. We're playing. We're playing Brooklyn Storm. We're going to play and- that one song that was featured in Brain Scan that you all kind of know but didn't know it was Tad. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for like fucking Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Oh yeah, all of the C and D team. I can't believe Sam Black Church is playing down the street for me. What's going on? Oh my god, Sam Black Church is finally going to make their two million dollars and sell their two million albums. You think they'd be too proud? What what bands do you think would be too proud to reunite? Nobody. Are you kidding me? Everyone got fired in 2008 and is like living off pennies. Like, it, it, no, there's nobody from that era too proud to not get oh, back together. Come on. What about Nirvana? They already got back together. Did they really? That happened. It happened down the street from my house. I was laying in bed one night, chilling. <laughs> I think it was like after the Grammys or some fucking jerk off bullshit. Um, I'm laying in bed one night and I'm watching something and I look at my phone and I'm like, Nirvana is playing 170 feet from me right now, and I can't go. <laughs> like, yeah, with Kurt, come with on. Kurt. With yeah, Kurt. yeah. They they dug him up and they they weakened and burned him uh, <laughs> for a while. It was good. So you open your window and you heard this, like really yeah. far away. Yeah. Oh my god! Except Andrew, it was Lord singing, so it's just like that. That's the other thing. Like, do I? I grew up on Nirvana. You know, like, I, I can't tell you the last time I put it on a Nirvana record, but cool. Do I want to go to a bar I don't like and... First of all, I think I think I got a, a thing where I got to stab Dave Grohl in the chest if I'm in the same room with him. So that, that <laughs> oh, it probably would have been a bad look. Man. I don't think that's true. I think it would be just fine. He'd be like, you know what? In Bloom was a formative song for me as a drummer. Just kidding! I hate stab. stab. I'd like I'd be the fucking Sirhan Sirhan of uh, oh, of like bad alt music. Sirhan Grunjhan, perfect. It's like <laughs> Sirhan Grunjhan, a new character. Oh uh, my god, it would be great, and it would be just like when RFK got shot, where everyone would start coming up to the mic one by one to have their moment. Yep. Please, somebody, is anyone a doctor in the house? And then, like, Frank Black would come up and be like, Hey, man. <laughs> hey, daddy. Is it uh <laughs> Please cut that music. Cut the music. Someone cut the music. And then it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Smashing Pumpkins to the stage. <laughs> hey, oh, wow, man. Oh, like, right, like uh, you know, and... <laughs> Somebody cut the music. Oh. oh my god, Grunge just died finally. No, this song sounds like something a wrestler would come to the ring it's playing. It. Like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. Now we're talking about that real shit we like, though. The only Grunge band yeah. that I respect. This is a solid record. We used to listen to this extensively no. in the van. Every time I play this, like, do you ever think of life as a role-playing game and you get, like, points and whatnot? Well, you know, like, it's, it's, it's the way we live. We, we live a quantified existence. Every time I play this album, Gab falls 5% out of love with me. Oh, my God. Like, so you don't play it very often. So you're at 5% love. When I turn this. Like, yeah, like, it's, it's like my hearts are flashing in the upper right corner of my vision right now. 
I don't know where this game. Wow. Spotify just Spotify just fucked up, and this song came on. You're instead. a shitty DJ. Jesus. Oh, why you why did we come my, to this bar? This is terrible. Hey, come, uh, hey Overnight Drive is going to be DJing at this bar. You want to go? Yeah, sure. Hey, walk in. Yeah, that would actually be really funny. <laughs> Get a DJ night and just play yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers all night. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Just thanks for coming out. We love you. Thanks to, hey, yours to another 100 episodes. <laughs> we love Rick Rubin. He's here tonight. I thank Rick Rubin for coming out. God, man, this song I actually do like. Yeah. Guess who that is? Just guess. Uh Mr. Big. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought we were gonna have a low, a low impact podcast tonight, and goddamn, yeah, but you know what? Though we we run the risk right now of flaming out at minute twenty. You know, I like know. every now and then we uh, we go hard, and then it's like, oh fuck, what do we do? <laughs> I've got no. I wanted you to guess what band this is. No, not this commercial. It's Home Depot. Please... No, no. I want you to uh, guess what band this is. Welcome to Big Lock. This is where we lived while recording Promised Land. Explore the log. Check out the rooms and click on various items. Share in our special moments while recording this record. The highs. The lows, the creation and the fun. Screaming trees. The frustration and the darkness. Screaming trees. When you're finished, <laughs> you might also go out for a bit of fresh ocean air. Fuck you. It's Jeff Tate on a CD-ROM game. I had that no came idea that he was in Screaming land. Trees. He was, actually. He's like, I nearly lost you there. You know who else was in Screaming Trees? I'm all ears. Nelson Mandela. Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> a lot of good feedback from that. Nelson yeah, Mandela people are. Uh, no bit. one so far. No one's mad about Nelson Mandela, no. which is kind of interesting. If we do anything, we can usher in the a sense of humor again. Like people like will feel and stop this feeling. The nothing's worse than feeling bad about laughing about something. I think there's. Um, I forget. I, I read it somewhere this week, and I, I I think it made a lot of sense. Was uh, somebody ever tells you you're overthinking something? For some reason, no one ever tells anyone they're overfeeling something. And the minute I read, it, I was like, oh fuck, that is exactly a term that I, that we need. Like, yo, you're way overfeeling this. You are way. Oh my god, I could have said that last night. I was uh, spending some time with somebody, and they were like, oh. way overfeeling things. And I was like, yo, I don't. I was like, what do I say? <laughs> like, I don't see any walls closing in. Um. Did you have to like put on your shoes and like a, a rush and be like, sorry, sorry, sorry? And, like, I did. Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I kind of did. No, it was and it was it was just and it wasn't anything. It wasn't necessarily anything terrible. It was just like, all right, well, this was fun, cool. Um, but it was way over. It was like the, the weight of the world. Like it's almost like it's cool to worry way too much about stuff. And I don't get it. And people, because if you worry way too much about stuff, then it's implied that you're very smart. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like oh, it, it's something that a smart person would do would be to worry about things way too much. But it's it's exactly the opposite. You come off dumb as shit when you do that. Do you know who in their manifesto said, we hate capitalism in all forms? Um, Mr. Big. <laughs> 
Andrew, you can't do that to me. I almost spit my Monster Energy Zero Ultra. Oh, I just gave you another six minutes of life that you would have lost by ingesting that. Not bad. <laughs> I was a little over the. Well, the funny thing is that um, I'm going to get this out of the way sooner than later. Uh, Bikini Kill said that. That's so. Their shows are free. I, I would imagine, right? Shows are free. Okay, yes. that's cool. Actually, no. The uh, the StubHub is selling their tickets at quadruple the face value. Hmm, that's interesting. But I, nothing, there must be some sort of breakdown that shows exactly like an accounting of where all the money goes, right? Of course, they must be. Uh, they must be so mad that they their management has contacted um, StubHub and they're reimbursing everybody and they're doing um, all will call shows. Like it's like old school where you have to just show up and and hope that you get in line fast enough yeah that makes sense you but also at the same the time venue. wouldn't wouldn't it stand to reason that you'd have to question the ide- ideology of everyone coming in like sit down and have like uh yeah like an interview with the politburo uh about what they believe and how how they spend their time and their labor both physical and emotional like wouldn't that make sense at that point then uh, you know i think that they'll have enough time between playing the uh four good songs they have in between each song, you could have like a, a like a maybe a microphone in the audience with a, like a line of people wanting to have like a point counterpoint. Hmm, that sounds fun. It's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like more than music fest. Remember that where people <laughs> would like have a Q and A during the set. No, the tickets sold out in one second, and then they and promptly went for lowest price three seventy nine oh five. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nothing was done to stop that. Because they saw that that sweet elixir cash just rolling in. Finally, oh my god, we had a fucking oh. Imagine being, but imagine being in a band that didn't make it gigantically huge. Nor did you sign a big record contract in the '90s because of your ideals. And it always like when you like go to Starbucks and hope you have enough money. You're like, oh fuck, this is gonna be you know, it. Like, this might be my last latte. So, you know, like, or if you're just like really stressed out over money all the time and you're like, we really have to get back together. And then like, you know, Kathleen's like, ah, you know, well, that's, we have to, the timing has to be right. Timing. For, uh, yeah. Time, I have talk about timing. I'm fucking three months behind my mortgage. Like fucking timing for you is probably very different for timing for me. <laughs> yeah. You wake up at one uh, and then like you hang out with, you're married to a beastie boy. And like uh, you, you take conference calls once a week uh, in New York discussing your plans for 2018. You know what I did yesterday? I applied for, to fucking ten jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I got turned down by Chicos. I gave a bass lesson on Skype. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know. I uh, the one person who was mysteriously absent and quiet on this whole thing is their uh, fourth is their fourth member, Billy Karen. Remember him? Vaguely, yes. The dude in Bikini Kill, who is like, all they said was, Billy Karen won't be joining us. That's interesting. <laughs> so I'm, if I was Billy Karen, I'd be like, um, what? <laughs> is it possible that Bill, Billy Karen's a capitalist now? I think Billy Karen is the lone holdout and is not a capitalist. He's like, when we wrote, when we penned this manifesto and made many copies of it at Kinko's, for free. For free. Because we knew somebody who worked there, and they gave us the clicker that you plug in, the whole thing. And then I'd be like, hey, Billy, you want to, you know, we're getting like, uh, we're going to do three shows to start. And if, of course, things are going to be lit, so we're going to like sign up, do a bunch more of the up, we're going to get up, money up front. 
we can get deposits on our on our shows, and we're all going to make a hundred grand each to start, just like to, to to get us off on our feet, and then we can practice, and not have to worry. We'll figure it out from there. Yeah. So are you in? And he's like, nah. I thought we weren't capitalists, because he's the one guy who still lives in the nineties. He's, he's with it. <laughs> he's so with it. So he's going to do a string of counter shows, like the real. The real sound of Bikini Kill featuring Billy Cameron. That'll go to. I would only go to that with members of Queensryche. Uh, right. Yeah, it's just us and Queensryche will roll through and uh, and see what's going on the Billy Cameron show. Hey, you want to go to the... Uh, oh, you know what? Just thought of a great idea. We find Billy Cameron and we do all... The one thing I've always wanted to do is like... Uh, and like a, you, an overnight drive, like film, like I would be the reporter with the with the microphone with the square on it, though with the overnight drive logo of on the four sides. Me and Billy Karen come and say, "Hey, you know, did you know that uh, Billy Karen was from Bikini Kill? We got a member of the band here, and like interview people at the show, and they say, so who was Bikini Kill?' And then you hold the mic out, and then it's like they don't know who. They are. Oh, I like this. This is good. This would be so good. It would be so good just to have fun and do it. And they're playing in Brooklyn, Brooklyn Steel, which is close to your house, probably. Yep. We could just do it, and it would be great. And we could have Sean Duty film us. <laughs> but he loves no, the and, one, the twenty seconds that <laughs> of that episode two hundred that Sean Duty filmed came out un like almost unusable. It was unusable. fucking unreal, like fingerprints yeah. all over the lens and whatnot. It's no, yeah. he's, he's he's not Francis Ford Coppola. Um, I'll I'll close the door in this bikini kill thing by saying a Please. thing that I think is just going to be my motto from now on. You know, it doesn't matter what you believe; it matters what you do. I don't care what you call yourself. No. Call yourself a socialist. Call yourself whatever you want. Doesn't matter what you believe. Matters what you do. You can call yourself a fucking uh, like a call yourself a fascist, and if you do socialist shit, guess what? You're a socialist. So that's, that's it. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Yo, if you want to actually know what you are, just give me your your bank statement. I'll tell you. Um, yeah, doesn't matter what you believe. Matters what you do. That's 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 that. You know, that's true. That's really true because a lot there's a lot of talk going around these days. Well, that's sort of the thing is everyone in modern life really wants you to believe it. It's not what you do, it's what you believe. That's that's everyone. If you find somebody telling you it's what you believe, that person's a fucking coward, a tyrant, or a shyster. One or the three. That's it. Sure. That there's no other option. Fucking destroy that person. <laughs> destroy that person, god damn it. God well, damn it. <laughs> slamming the door on the beginning. Now I'm now scandal. I'm I'm out of my drink and now I'm angry again. My God, you slammed it. You had a tumbler full of whiskey and you slammed it. The uh, the liquor cabinet's running a little light right now. I gotta make a uh, I'm gonna make an emergency run. I had <laughs> a beer that I didn't like, I, but I another one of my hot takes is all beer tastes exactly the same. Don't at me. I don't care. <laughs> it just does. It's just all the same. Just get fucking just get Tecate because it's all Tecate. It's delicious. Tecate, uh, Shiner, delicious. All the delicious, same. cheap. Yeah, it's so. You ever so see the Simpsons paid. where they they go to the Duff factory and they show yeah. all the different vats and they're all all the beers coming out of one tube that splits three ways. That's all it is. That's it's all made from one company and it's all fucking it's all garbage. Don't worry about it. It is all garbage. It's all fucking garbage. I got really intoxicated on Friday. Good. Oh, it was not good. No, I have to stop. I mean, um, it's, it's, it's cool that you are like 
literally within crawling distance of uh, your haunt to your house. My haunt. No, it's it is. It's like I can, I can do like the like I spend all night doing twelve ounce curls, and then uh, I finish up doing the thirty yard crawl. <laughs> right, right. And speaking of sports, how about the Super Bowl, buddy? Man, I can't, I don't do think want? I can sit through another fucking Patriots Super Bowl. I think I can. I think I think I want to. Really? Oh, I mean, I, I will. I know I will, but like, <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, this is an event at Nick Warkle's house. I might go to if I'm if I'm welcome in the door. I don't know. I haven't, talk, I haven't seen him in a while. He's really uh, staying inside because it's too cold out. Probably. Yeah, I, I understand. Nah, it's fine. I drove home in the snowstorm today. Is it snowing out me, there? Is that right? Oh yeah. Oh, interesting. It took, like two, it took me like an hour and a half to get home. It was really bad. Did not have a. Uh, I was supposed to have a meeting at the bar I work for. Meeting didn't happen. Meeting didn't happen, but it still took me exactly as long as the meeting would have taken to be to get home. Oh, oh did they cancel it because of the snow? They did. Oh shit! Must have been a really important. Super meeting. important. Everyone get on WebEx. <clears throat> anybody who's ever anybody who's ever worked at a bar knows that there are people there who think it is so important that they work there. And then there are other people who are like, "Ah, this is fun, I guess." I mean, that's the whole and, point of working at a bar: is you go. I can just walk across town to the other bar that's exactly the same as this and just do this right. job there. That's really what I do. It's like, wow, a city with a million uh, like D-plus bands and people who really want to hear them. Gee, I could do this anywhere. you know, Legitimately Doing... anywhere. Anywhere. Oh, you know what? I could do it anywhere. What if I, did, what if I just moved to Brooklyn with no money? That's pretty much what I did. Give it a shot. <laughs> you know, you did it before the recession hit. No, I didn't. No. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> I did it right in the middle of the recession. It was no, uh, no, yeah. it was pretty bad. I, uh, no, I, I, I lost my job at the scaffolding place, and my response to that was, I'll move to the most expensive city in America. That was a balls move, and we all thought you were a fool. I mean, I remember. it kind of was. I remember in Mexico, and then and behind closed doors, we were like, Andrew's crazy. Yeah. You're going to be back in six months. Yeah, and you never came back. I mean, hey, you never say never. Um, no, that's great. The uh, <laughs> the only pushback I got from it was uh, I remember I had said oh I was moving to Patrick and he just said you're too old for New York I was like fuck that's really valid <laughs> that's a very valid thing uh, yeah yeah well jokes I mean yeah jokes on uh, you because he lives there that is true jokes on him okay because he fucking lives there now. he lives so very very close to me. Like across the street. Like, it, I, I, this is always like a joke that I make, but legitimately, were I a good quarterback, I could hit his house with a football from where I am. We'd have to move wow. a few buildings out of the way, of course, but, uh, <laughs> you know, other than that, like distance wise. I, I could see you being a great Like, if Joe Flacco came over right now, I'd be like, yo, can you mm. throw this and hit Patrick's window? He'd be like, absolutely. I got nothing better to do. I'm, I literally fucking can't get paid to save my life. Woo! No, he's playing for the Cardinals next year. Is that right? He is. Did he get picked? Oh, he's gonna. I still swear by the fact that he, when he has the fucking clearance and he's not being overrun, uh, mm-hmm. he has one of the best arms in the NFL. Like he, when he really can fucking let it fly, it's it's unreal. <laughs> well, uh, I had no idea you were a Ravens fan. I'm not. So I'm just. It's just that. true. It's just. It's just the the truth of the matter. I'm speaking truth right now. Speaking truth to power. I fucking hate much. when people say that. Stop saying that. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Sorry. You're getting to the heart of the matter, like Don Henley did. Yes. People are really better. upsetting so, me lately. Yeah. What's what's with, what's wrong? With, with your you truth speak. 
No, you know what? We have to have a different conversation. Oh, now. fuck. Oh, God. No, you see, you know, the tables have turned. Because it's always, when you talk about me, you're like, what's up? Tell me what's going on. I don't think and I ever do that. <laughs> yes, you do. You told, you've done it so many times, right? I'm all too, but I'm all too willing to tell people of my turmoil. I'm doing all right. It doesn't sound like you're doing so well, pal. All right, go ahead and ask. Go ahead and ask me. Uh, hey, is everything all right, man? I'm fine. How's it, how's it going? I'm fine. Yeah, are you a little sad because you couldn't guess Queen's Rock a couple times back? I'm fine. Yeah, are you really fine? I mean, like. Fine as levels, you know. I'm fine. Yeah. Is there something... Uh, I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm fine. <laughs> you, um... <clears throat> Andrew, we don't have to uh, lie to each other anymore. <clears throat> as friends, we're supposed to tell each other deep, dark... Well, we shouldn't keep secrets. I want you to speak truth to power. I'm fine. <laughs> did, you say, did, you just, did you just say tapas in this? Yes, this is... Uh, this is I most people don't know this. This is a song about leisurely going from bar to bar and eating small bits until you're full. <laughs> Listen, hold on. Yeah. Cool song. Yeah, great. Millions of dollars. <laughs> See? Tapas. Tapas. Wow. Way before Tapas got popular, he, he's like. He, I, little known fact, he loved when you get that really thin sliced chorizo. <laughs> tapas. He likes to, you know, he liked the tapas when, like, there's an egg on it, the plate has clearly been microwaved, and you're at a bar, <laughs> and you're at, like a loud bar. Hey, we have tapas. No, this is just like, this is like something I would make. This is Nelio's pizza. That's not tapas. Yeah, this is something I made in college. It's like, oh, I'll just put cheese on it. It'll be great. Cheese and, and corn tortillas. When, when you had like a dream of making tacos one day, like a year ago, <laughs> somehow they're still good. You know, because you always, have, you always go to the grocery store when you're in a good mood and you have big leak dreams. You're like, I'm getting peanut butter. I'm just going to have like a, I'm gonna have like a spoonful of peanut butter before I go to bed. And I'm not going to eat, eat like takeout anymore. I'm really going to go for it. And then like you have all these weird accessory foods left over. Yeah, so it doesn't really kinda work what, out that way. It's kind of what tapas mm-hmm. is. It's like, well, we have cilantro and cheese. Although I, I, I'm not going to vouch for the for uh, the cheese being good anymore. And I've got some olives, which are always good. See, and uh, we got some a, salsa. We got a different tapas problem here, which is that there are tapas spots that we can go, <laughs> and they're all like great, and the shit's really good, and you know it's like it's exactly mm. what you want. But the entire point of tapas is that you jump around, you go from place to place, and have different things. Every tapas place is six miles away from every other tapas place, so it's like it's. All you do is you just go and you pay a full meal's price for half a meal and you feel unsatisfied. Right. Just not, it's not great. No, it's not great at all. And um, we have a tapas place. You know, fucking uh, wake me up when we're in Spain. How about that? (laughs) That sounds like a song. Brooklyn, when when you become Spain, get at me. All right. Here's the latest (laughs) song from uh, Wake Me Up and Wear Spain. Take this fucking phone away from you. Come on, man. 
Little, uh, I think we should definitely do a, a tribute to uh, next episode 207. A tribute to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Wouldn't it be funny if this was our lead up? We just wanted to get people excited for 207 where we interview Flea. <laughs> but didn't want to like bring it up, so we just played a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers to get people. We really in the mood. should. Every tenth episode, we need a big guest, so we really have to get going. We really have to get cracking. We really should. All right, we Flea. Totally thanks for it. joining us. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, so, what is this all about, anyway? Oh, you know, we talk about. Uh, we mostly talk about music. Kathleen Hanna giving people fucking hand release. So, if you have any insights, whoa, uh, get whoa. in. Get in there. I don't usually. Um, I like to speak truth to power, first of all. Goodbye. Thank you. Click. <laughs> what? It's a phoner. He doesn't even show up. No, absolutely. Oh He's not coming to my house. Are you kidding me? Flea? What have, you, what have we invited? Flea flew in. He lands at LaGuardia. We send a car to pick him up, and then we see him through the, in the camera on your front doorstep, <laughs> and we won't let him in. <laughs> He's like... You just talk through the, the, the fucking doorbell. Uh, hey, uh, I'm, just, I'm a few minutes away. Just hang out. Hey, man. I'm still just a few minutes away. Man. Just hang out for a little bit more. It's like yeah, raining outside. We're supposed to, uh, we're supposed to do a um, like an interview. Uh, I brought my... Brian brings like a bass. Like, who cares? <laughs> <clears throat> it's like, oh, wow. Bass lessons. with We know what we do. We have Sean Duty take a bass lesson from one of the greatest bassists of all time. Yeah. Flea. That... I would yeah. be so thrilled to make that video thrilled oh thrilled god i wish we had a million trillion dollars should we just do a video where sean Duty takes lessons from world-class people but he's just so My fucking god. weird about it that he can't like he can't absorb any of the information that would be the greatest like hey we got chrissy hind here he's gonna, we're, gonna, um, <laughs> we're gonna have uh we're gonna have him teach teach him some chords and he's like it's been a long time since i played guitar he's like oh he's really matter of fact about everything my God, it would be great. It would be great. That would be really good. Everyone up your pledge. $150 an episode. We'll make it happen. Please. You see, we're telling you things. Or what we would do if we were, this was a self-sustaining podcast. Yeah. In, a, in the alternate the, universe where this works. The possibilities. I'm in a Jesus Christ pose right now. I wish we were streaming live. I really am. And my arms outstretched. Anything. The world is our oyster. Anything is possible. These ideas. God, Michael McDonald cook uh, us cooking with Michael McDonald yep. and Sean Duty teaches Michael McDonald how to cook, and then in turn he teaches him some chords on the keyboard. My God, what a great show! Who would who wouldn't watch it? I think most people wouldn't watch that. <laughs> I think we get a three share. All right, all right, all right. We got um, Flea and um, he's in here. Hey, Flea, uh, this is one of your uh, this is the, your most popular song. I don't think it's our most popular song. Yeah, it's Knock Me Down. This is the song I like the most. And this is the only one we're going to play. Anyway, this is Sean Duty. Carl. Yeah, uh, he does. He plays bass. And I, we're just kind of going to want to see who's better at bass. Is that cool? <laughs> uh, what's this all about? This, this show. Uh, it's about, well, you met our friend, right? He's our friend. It's our friend. Maybe you'll be friends after. Who knows? It's hard to say. I got work at uh, like four o'clock, four, three o'clock, Sean Duty, relax. So teach him, some, <laughs> teach him how to play this song. Now. What's up with that singing? Yeah, this is awful. Holy crap, how did this get past the goalie? Jesus. 
couple years before auto-tune. Yeah, this is not what I remember. I used to love this song. It's, I used to say it sounded like Mr. Bungle. This sounds like a fucking local band. Knock me down. It's a good chorus. It's a really good example of building crap around a good chorus. Which is what most good songs are. I mean... <laughs> hey, you know what? You got a chorus, you got a song. All right, kid. This is our pitch. Knock it out of the this park. Is, this is the episode where we, we pitch all these good ideas. Taglines. <laughs> right? So what would it be called? What would the show be called where we have famous musicians come in and they try to teach Rondo how to play music? Te- call it Learn Me Goody. <laughs> Fine. Learn me goody. We're in the Netflix offices right now. Okay, so it's called. <laughs> right. So we know this right. guy. He's he's real weird. Yeah. We know this guy. We know this guy. He's so weird. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> he's with us so far. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. And oh god. Okay. Mm-hmm. And okay. So what we do? Uh, could you imagine? I I know you can't, but can you try? To imagine how funny it would be if somebody doesn't know how to play music and they start learning from the best. So widely considered the best players who have ever picked up the instrument. Like he tries to play drums with Neil Peart from Rush, showing him how to do paradiddles. Advanced level stuff. And Shundu can't play the drums, but he's going to try. <laughs> All we need is 80 grand an episode. To make this work, it's it's a, it's a drop in the bucket for a flash in the pan. I feel like people throw around throw around money enough that we we could we could find some fool ready to give us eighty grand an episode to My watch God. Sean Duty try and learn how to fucking drive a forklift. We need big time corporate sponsors. Yeah. That's what we need. God damn! I tried to get us a birch box. Uh, How'd that go? Like three years ago. <laughs> Didn't go well. Didn't go well. Call back us back when you've got a listener. It's <laughs> no. No, no, no. Anyway, this is uh <clears throat> this was before we reached the pinnacles of where we are now. And um this was when Birchbox was marketed for men and women. Now it's mostly men. It's like we're giving you some good smelling stuff. But I also found insulting that uh in this month's Birchbox they gave you hymns. Erectile dysfunction pills. Wow. Did you use those last little... night? No, I didn't. No, I did not have intercourse last mm, night. Interesting. I was very, uh, I was in my head, I was in a dither. <laughs> I really was about how fucking emotional people get. Jesus. Couldn't do it. Could not. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even like performed. Do you feel like now she's worrying that you didn't have intercourse last night? I, I got a series of texts today. <laughs> A, uh, I would say a, probably a novella of texts. Wow. Yes. Three very long texts explaining the situation. I, and I was like, I was there. Totally get it. You know, texts are only supposed to be 130 characters or 120, something like that. Like, stop. Mm, This was very long. Gotta go back. It was peppered with like talking, you know, like when like people are very like unsure of how, how, things are going yeah. you 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 haven't you know you you have a very strong good relationship the relationship that everybody aspires to have strong yes. tight, solid as a rock you're like fucking ashford and simpson of indie rock couples not an indie rock couple that's just that was just what was in my mind wow of of punk couples 
so it's like subculture couples. You are like Ashford and Simpson, solid as a rock. And for love's sake, each mistake. You know what I mean? I do God, know what you I mean. Just, oh God, I know you know what I mean. God, you live it. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean, man. You guys are out of the world. Ashford and Simpson. Not for the, the lyrics in that song are so good because they they had dealt with a lot of people who were trying to rip them apart, and I know you deal with that all the time. That's true. Really? Do you really do? Always, with all always someone gunning for us. Wow, haters in the streets. It's fucking unreal. Oh my God. Solid. <laughs> you walk in the room. Gabri sings this to you in full in full voice. That'd be great. And she has like reverb on her voice, and you're like, "What the fuck? You're wow. not using a microphone." How are you doing? That was cool. And this is you. Wouldn't <laughs> 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 be great? Do a little skit. Clemmy runs away for good. I'm into this. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. Well, hemorrhaging people it. here. I'm just trying to make you feel better. I man. appreciate it. I don't feel bad. I don't, I don't know why you're, yeah, know. you're you're running this narrative that I'm in a I'm in a, a dark place. I'm just like not. It's like all good. Yeah, I mean, it would be funny if you played along. You'd be like, yeah, I'm not doing so good. And then it was me talking you off the ledge of the Chrysler building for a change. I can't do that. I can't do it. I was at the bar. Because this is my thing. And I... I could have something really wrong with me. But you'll never I could anybody. be exactly. I could have <laughs> I could be seeing visions of a priest with no eyes who's performing incantations in any room I'm in anytime I'm alone. That wouldn't be a bad thing. That'd be all right. Um I could be I could have lost a toe yesterday. Uh you know, take take your pick. Would never fucking say a thing. That's it. <laughs> Never, never. You will never know my pain or my struggles. You will know my successes. Fucking trust in that. When I do something sick, you're going to hear about it till you're tired of hearing me. I'm not going to tell you if shit's going bad. It's just not going to happen. I'll I'll suffer through and I'll make it work and I'll be better when I get back. Okay, Ocho Cinco. Jesus. Just saying. All right, you use your Friday. You're at a bar on Friday. No, I'm not in the mood now. Oh, God damn it. What? No, I'll talk about it. What? I what I I just I'm too powerful for this podcast. Is that what it is? I just no, I just took control fine. just too much. I just you know, I lo- I just gave you a Larry Bird pass to talk about <laughs> how you loved uh Ocho Cinco discovering that guy Roger. Got that was really good. I <laughs> also love you said that guy Roger. It's excellent. Um, yeah, yeah, I was because okay. I couldn't give a fuck except for the fact that Ocho Cinco is involved, and then it just brought me back to all the times we would invite Ocho Cinco to our end of year shows when we would play Ohio, and uh, never, never, <laughs> never tweeted back. It's a bummer. Never. No, this was early Twitter. But you could talk to celebs, yeah. no problem. I mean, I still. I mean, I. Oh my God! Speaking of talking to celebs, I have the greatest news in the history of this podcast. Drum roll. Drum roll. Not our first episode, which was awesome. Not. Episode 100, not the live show, not, oh, we had, I we, I had interplay with Ryan Van Wick for the first time. Ever. Ever. I asked him what kind of, what job he got. And it was amazing. 
All right. I was so happy. So happy. Here's. Sorry. Hang on. Okay. Uh-oh. <clears throat> my headphones are falling off my head. Um, <laughs> here's what I don't get. Uh-oh. You're you. Yeah. You know, uh, but you're you're you in an alternate universe where, like, you're just living a, a reasonably unexceptional life uh, in uh, Ravina. I don't know how you ended up there. It was your your friend at a cheap place? You took it, oh, working at the drywall. You're working working at Lafarge, um, and you type something innocuous on the internet, and an account that you don't know that is not a person, but is clearly a podcast or some some kind of thing, responds, and then is your is your instinct to just respond? And not be like, what is this thing that is talking to me? And click and realize that you've been being stalked for the better part of a year. By, like, it, Did it just not occur to him to be like, what is this thing, Overnight Drive, that is talking to me? No. Because he knows it's all love. I mean, it is all love. Yo, I, I Trust we're laughing with you, man. I, I want to have you on this podcast so we can all laugh together. But like, <laughs> well, you're just not an inquisitive person. Is that what's no. going on? You, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. You, you know, no, probably not that inquisitive of a person. Interesting. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm no, glad then, he responded. Then, then, yeah, and then a bunch of people liked it immediately. He's like, "Oh, I have followers." Yeah, the, yeah, and there's so you're you're doing your thing, and all of a sudden. A mass of people who you've never spoken to or interacted with are suddenly very interested in your life. <laughs> and you're, he there's just, nothing weird about that. He just put out a tweet. He just put out a tweet. I now have my 72nd subscriber on my YouTube channel. Yeah, are you kidding me? You had three before we found you. Yes. Like, fuck. Thank you. Thank we you. We made you I what bet you he's are. Wondering why. I bet he's wondering well, why. Well, I'd be really upset if he's not wondering why, but that's. A, there should be. If you're wondering why, and you're the kind of person who will go on YouTube and just read off celebrity birthdays off of CNN's, like, third page. <laughs> you think it'd be good content to be like, why are people following me? What is this? What is happening? Like, you could just ask, right? Like, this oh, sure. so strange. So that's weird. Right. That's what I love about it, and that's what we do. Unpredictable. That's, that's what we do, man. Weird. Weirdness. We, oh, God. Imagine if he was a regular caller. Oh, it'd be like Howard Stern's show. Could be our Beetlejuice. Be great. Like, hey, let's see what Ryan Van Wick says has to say about this. Hey, Ryan, and then like we have like a. By then we have an L like a <clears throat> ISD online, like a hard wire to the <laughs> like phone a bat phone. system. Yeah, a bit of bat phone. We need to have. A, I need to do that tonight. Thank you. I'm gonna write that down actually. Um, get phone number for. Voice. I feel like you're just tapping the table. Voicemail of an E? Yeah, voicemail has an E at the end. Yeah, it's funny. If both of us just had landlines, <laughs> yeah. we wouldn't need to fuck around with Skype at all, and it would never be out of sync. No, never. It's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's weird how that works. It would also cost like 70 bucks a minute. That's true. Good point. Person I know um, interviewed uh, a member of Charles Manson's posse. Great, and got an ISDN line, and she said it's cost her like 
$700 for a half an hour interview or something crazy. Like wow. That. Jesus. Yeah. So technology has not been perfected, although uh, you sound nice and clear. So I think we can do a, uh, but then, uh, see, this is a conversation we have to have offline because, uh, th- because it can't fail. Like when, it, when we, when we get him and he calls, it can't fuck up because he'll never call again. Nope. That's it. He got one chance. One, this is what the shot. fucking Eminem song is about. It really is. Eminem was saw into um, the future. And he's like, well, first of all, it's my favorite podcast in the future. Second of all, we need, uh, this is my biggest fan, Ryan. (laughs) And I'd sing all of my songs for him. When I'm standing at Monsters of Rock in Sao Paulo, Brazil, in front of 300,000 screaming fans who want Kiss to come on stage. And I'm just (laughs) like, and I'm rapping. (laughs) I think about Ryan Van Wick sitting in his apartment. With this very nice and neat, you know, thing. And I say, this is for you, Ryan. You will be a celebrity one day. But wouldn't it be a great story, too? That'd be like a... We should get Vice to do a documentary on it. Uh, I feel like Vice is... uh, (laughs) After this week, this week for journalists was like... Not a great one. I was dying. Dying laughing at that fucking learn to code thing. Fucking unreal. Yo, say what you want about 4chan, but man, do those motherfuckers know how to meme. Holy shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I uh, I don't think I don't think Vice is uh, is doling out documentary money right now. I think uh, I think everyone's kind of reeling it in a little bit. No, I don't say anything about money. Just be with the idea and everything else will come. You know, so we're self-funding money. This? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to open the lockbox. Jesus. <laughs> I haven't even paid for that live streaming software yet because I'm so hesitant to open the lockbox, but I guess I have to. No, I come on, man. We have so we're sitting on so much money right now. Yeah, we got to uh, we got to schedule our next live stream for the people. For the people. The people's live yeah, stream. Yeah, we should. Let's do it this week, man. This week. This week. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. What, what the fuck else do mm-hmm. I have to do? Why not? What do I have to do? Oh, so I was at the bar, right? You know what? Actually, okay, let's do this. I, yo, this is the second time you've tried to tell me at the at the bar story, no, and I was not even a funny story. I fucking goalied you. Sorry. Um, I was gonna yeah, say you have to goalie me. Anyone listening? When is the right time to live stream? I don't know how to do this shit. And the people who, people who I would like watch, and they're like, "Oh, you can go to my live streams." I never want to click on their shit to find out when they are because I it's just not something I do. Yeah, when's the right time to live stream? I don't know. I don't, when are people free? When are, like, is Friday night a bad time to live stream because you're out trying to get fucked? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> you um, can watch it on your phone. Yeah, I don't know. Like, or maybe maybe you can be like, yo, you should come over to my house. We're watching these two fucking goobers. Uh, watching these two goobers riff on fucking albums that came out 24 years before you were born. Come on over. It's fine. No, um, it's fine. I think the words the word they're looking for is dips. These two, <laughs> these dips. two dips. <laughs> yeah, these two dipshits. Hey, you want to see what a fucking townie looks like? Fucking log on. Let's see what this yeah. is like. No, I would look in the fucking mirror. How about that? Um, so you were trash. at the you were at the bar on Friday. I will <laughs> not interrupt anymore. I swear. That's it. And uh, there's a friend of mine who's really nice, and he's a good singer. The guy you met like three times. Yes. 
And I was talking to him, and I was like, I said, I said something. I, said, I always, and I realized that when I drink, I get very self-deprecating and very, I have to say a lot of suicide talk, and people always think I'm nuts. It's great. So I was like, well, I was a little, I was a little uh, tuned up, and I said, you know, I'm, I was like, ah, oh, that makes me want to throw myself off the Alfred E. Smith building. In specific. <laughs> very specific. And he said, or should I throw myself off the Corning Tower? And he's like, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. He's like, hey, hey, man, are you for real? <laughs> this dude's like 22. Like, now so, I am. Yeah, I was like, and I wanted to run with it, but I couldn't. I have, I, I God, like five years ago, I would have been like, yeah, let's do, I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it tonight. See how far you could get the fucking, the, the gag to go. Yeah, but I, I was just like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I think about it sometimes. You know no. what? It's because every two, every twenty-two year old has been scared into assuming that that's a thing that they're gonna have to deal with. Yo, some twenty-two year olds are. You know, so occasionally yeah. you're twenty-two and you pull a short straw and like your friend fucking like, and like yeah, beefs it fucking flips a car into a ditch or something. It sucks. It sucks you have to deal with that. I feel bad. I wish I could make it ha- not happen, but I can't. But yeah, everyone just assumes that. Everybody is going to live this life of fucking intense tragedy. You're not. Right. You're going to be a state worker. Once or twice bad things are going to happen. You're going to get a phone call and be like, oh, fuck, dad's dead. I know it. And then you're going to pick the phone and sure as shit, dad's dead. That's yeah. it. You know, I mean, this. your life's going to be statistically very boring. So relax. My mother called me really early in the morning That's when I went to visit them on Sunday. Uncool. And I was, they not yeah, realize how uncool that kind of thing is. Well, my father fell. While snow blowing. All right. Okay. So it's not like he was just like standing and whoops fell. Okay. And I don't know if it was him being like, because he's kind of a drama queen, you know. I don't know if it was him being a drama queen or what, but he called 911. Oh my God. Well, he's laying there because he couldn't get up. His legs are shot. The and fuck are you snow blowing for? Uh, that's what I said. I said, you know, I'm coming up. He's like, oh, I have to do it. I have to get it done. Okay. Whatever. A good Samaritan stop. Fucking Duke from G.I. Joe here. A good Samaritan stop. And this is my father's story. A good Samaritan stopped. And my father told the guy, get the fuck away from me. The cops are coming. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he didn't want this guy's help. He wanted a police officer to come and help him up. Oh, my God. And my father was like, who does that guy think he is? A person like, who was gracious who... enough to stop and help a guy with a Trump 2020 hat up. And he got yeah. fucking handsomely rewarded for his uh, his good deed. Yeah. Cop helped him. He's like, he was all proud, beaming with pride that a cop helped him to his feet. Not a... Not, he's like, I don't know who that guy was. I don't know who he is. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, wow. This is what okay. I... Yeah, this is my 75-year-old father. You can tell uh, I'm incredulous when I start to speak an octave higher than my speak. What? 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 Seriously. And this is a great story. Uh, I uh, I didn't know what to say. I was like, well, don't fall. A, don't fall again. Yeah, please. like, maybe don't do that. Yeah. It, was, it happened the morning that I was coming up. Like, what? Are you trying to impress me? Yeah. Snow blows? <laughs> Your old man could still fucking blow some snow. Yeah, that really what it was. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, ugh. It was it was rough. Jesus. But I laughed, too. <laughs> when he said he fell, I laughed. And he's like, that's not even the funny part. And I was like, oh. So the cops helped him up. And <laughs> yeah. what, he was just fine? 
Two, he's like, yeah, two young cops, my father said. Like a man, I was like, okay. Uh, projecting, maybe a little. Right? Like, like, what yeah. did you think was going to happen? They were going to send the fucking master sergeant out to pick your ass out of the snow? Like, it's he's not like, how yeah, it works. Two nice, two nice young, he said, my father said, two nice young cops helped me up. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right, you guys, this is on a little, uh, this sounds like the premise for a gay I'm saying, guy. right? Oh, and you guys want to come in and warm up? Want to help me out of my sweatpants I've been wearing all week? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take care of that for you, sir. Whoa, that's bigger than we thought. Ugh. Anyway, then, but he's like, yeah. Then they had to send the uh, the police. He said he had to send the fire van. Now, what's a fire? And I was like, what's a fire? <laughs> Did you hit your head when you were falling down? <laughs> it's like, what the fuck's a fire van? He's like, you know, it's those ambulances that the firemen use that they're big and boxy. I was like, so an ambulance. He's like, it's called a fire van. Yes, that's what it's called. Watch out for the fire van. I see one in your rearview mirror. This is the most transcendent conversation I've ever had with my father. And I don't want it to ever end. I want him to keep falling. It was the greatest thing ever. Once he said fire van, I was like, that's the name of the next band idea. I know. Jesus Christ. That's what I'm going to have written on your headstone called the fire van. Whoops, too late. Those are going to be your last words. God, it was great. Andrew, would you like to hear people at my work arguing? Yes, please. Okay, great. Because I... Uh... Because wow. wow. Alex even went to the customer to say, how do you want it to go? So how they're going to pay for it. So they gave us their FedEx number. All right, hold on. Yeah, so this is the only one that has special instructions right here. Correct. How about a second one? No, well, it's got it's just a regular, regular instructions the way it should have went. Oh, they did not God. ask for that to go away. Is there. Joe still there? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Cool oh, place. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it gets better. Too. Money that's going to be. One know, is FedEx air, one is FedEx ground. Goes regular how Roland wants it to go. All the instructions are in here. So it shouldn't even go on FedEx. No, it went XPO. This is a big deal XPO for Dave. FedEx. Because we've been to, like... Yeah, that's something. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of money, right? Wow. <laughs> that's all I say. And I just had the... I turned the phone on and put it in my top pocket. It captured everything. That's what I hear all day at my job. Oh, God. That, that brought my headache back. Oh, yeah. And the guy talking, his name is Usman. And he's from Senegal. We already talked about Oh, him. yeah. I remember Usman. Usman. He's like, hey, man, uh, you, you got to figure this out. I don't know. I don't know how to do. And he's like, it's like he's sending, he sent like a, a one can, uh, like FedEx air hazardous to like the wrong place. He like doesn't know what he's doing. It's great. Oh, Usman. It's a lot of fun. All right. <clears throat> so I have to, despite the fact that it is nine degrees and raining outside somehow, uh, oh my God. I have to go and pick up patio furniture. What? That is being bestowed on us. You're making this up. No, I'm quite serious. This is something I have to do uh, in, a, in a few <laughs> short minutes. So let's move to questions. My God, We'll knock some of these out, and then I'll go pick up some patio furniture. Wow. How's that sound? I, that sort of sounds totally made up. But <laughs> like, like if I was going to lie, wouldn't I come up with something slightly less ridiculous? Something like, oh, you know, my mom's, come, my mom's in town. You do have a patio, and it's very nice. I do. It's I okay. I can't wait to just... I could stay in your backyard in, my, in a tent. You could. Yeah, knock yourself yeah. out. 
I really could. Wow. I could slowly descend into madness and make my outsider music on cassettes. Yeah, exactly. My neighbors would appreciate the hell out of it. I could use a hammered, only, only use a hammered dulcimer and play Norwegian wood over and over again for hours. Uh, great. Do it. That's, that's, that's excellent. <laughs> You're like, great. Shut the fuck great. up. Great. Knock yourself off. out. Okay. <laughs> Who's got the bigger shit end of the stick right now? Ace Freely or Michael Oh, is this Anthony? a question? <laughs> This is okay. this is a question. Okay, who's up? Um, who's got who's got the bigger shit end of the stick right now? Ace Freely or Michael Anthony? Uh, um, nah, depending on what you're talking about, like who got? I don't think either of them really got screwed. Ace Freely got kicked out of the band because he was a uh, like a dope addict. Michael Anthony got kicked out of the band for no reason, really. Yeah, no, no, no real reason. They just didn't like him anymore. They didn't like him anymore. He was on Team Hagar, mm. and he was—he said he wasn't the same man after Sammy left. Get it? I mean, is, yeah, those two had a real fucking weird bromance happening there. Yeah, they still do. I mean, um, they're still—I was gonna say they're still playing together. So I mean, I don't know. They're both—they're both probably making a living playing to fucking yeah. people in Hollywood, Florida. Against all odds, Ace Frehley is still a millionaire. Is that right? Good for him. He played on all those reunion tours that were fucking like the, some of the le- like the most highest grossing tours ever. Nice. Um, well done. I think Michael Anthony's. Uh, although I think people don't buy. Gab music. knew his daughter, or like maybe stayed at Whoa. her house or something like that. I'll have to ask her when she gets back. Wait, wait. Gab stayed at Ace Frehley's house. Maybe, or I might be confusing Ace Frehley with a different like celebrity who had kids her age. And my God, where she's from. Oh my God, that's a, that's an in. All right, uh, episode uh, episode two ten. Okay, Ace well, sure. Why not? Hey man, I think okay. we could probably get Ace Freely. <laughs> Yo, uh, somebody asked us. We should really just get Ace Freely and just do a talk over of that Morton Downey show at them. I think it'd be uh, oh, spectacular. I doubt he remembers any of it. Great, but definitely. Oh, we should. Probably, you know, what we should do waste a lot of money trying to find everybody from the uh, the crowd, <laughs> like get the members of Circus of Power back and get them to like like. Reconcile with Ace Freely and Johnny Z. It'd be great. Really good. <laughs> when Morton Downey pulls Ace Freely's mic off, we gotta find. Uh, we gotta find out where Morton Downey's buried. Well, to finish the uh, finish the the thing at, at his grave. Wow. I was. You know. I. Uh, I won't get into it. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want. I was going to go on a really long, go really long on Chuck Barris because he's from. Uh, palisades New York. oh that's right that's right and there's a big conspiracy thing because he was cremated and he was supposed to be his remain cremains are supposed to be buried somewhere there but nobody knows where they are interesting um somebody wrote california or new york hmm. i mean right now um, kansas yeah you're thinking about moving to kansas i mean i i i i I can't do the things I want to do in California or New York. What do you want to do? Just be a free man with a firearm. That's all. Yeah, same. You know, that's all. No, nothing, nothing. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> I'm not asking for much in this life. God damn it. Um, a free man with a firearm. Well, not in New York. It's passing legislation. Yep. Nope. That's it. Um, my partner made me watch the latest live stream. <sighs> I hate this one. You want to read it? I'll read it. Fine. <clears throat> My partner made me watch the latest live stream. You don't have stream. to read it. It's fine. I'll read it. My main takeaway <laughs> is that Andrew's hot. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Hans is not. Ooh. That's all smiley face. Womp womp. It's fucking true. <laughs> go and fucking, just go beat this person up. 
Probably that scheming Gabri. Let's use uh, let's use the IP tracker that we secretly installed on the uh, <laughs> on the ask page and, and yeah, track. We'll go, oh, go. they use the Tor browser. Fuck. Oh god damn. Yeah, we'll go go crazy ex girlfriend on Tumblr. <laughs> we'll track tra- tracking IPs. Well, it was from Nevada, and that's where you're from. Uh, did you read my text? There it okay. is. There it is. Everyone read drink. my text and call me back. Because I didn't say it last week, and I remembered it in the shower two days later. I was like, "God damn it, man! You're getting fucking getting roasted in these questions, man. What's going on?" Here, here's another great one. I'm going to read it. It's going to make me. I'm going to. I'm going to jump off the Corning Tower after reading this. Hans, do you ever think about settling down with one person, or at least trying that life out for a while? It seems like every episode you're talking about having sex with a new person. I'm not blowing up your spot, but you Seems are. Seems like you are. <laughs> yeah. When you say that, that means you're about to. <laughs> I'm not blowing up your spot, but you are over 40. Are you the older hardcore dude at the show talking to 20 year old girls? No. What is your life right now? Did you write this? No, I didn't. I, I, God listen, damn it. I, I think your lifestyle is commendable. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> no, I am not. I, I go to shows to enjoy. My friends playing music that I would like, maybe, or, or don't like, but I like the people who make it, whether or not it's good music or not. No. I, no. I literally sit at a bar, and I, I strike up conversations with people, and they end up liking me. For, like, the first time in my life, at my fattest and ugliest. Go figure, right? I work out. I used to work out th- five days a week, and, like, care about how I dressed. Nothing worked out. Now that I'm at my wearing the cheapest fucking old clothes that I have and uh, don't care how I look, don't care what I wear. I People talk to me all the time. Yeah. Weird. It's astounding what not caring will do for your life. Yeah. As soon as I stopped caring, it was like fucking Caligula. <laughs> I felt I was like Tom Jones. Line him up. There's a, I set up a little waiting area outside my bedroom door. It's crazy. So, yes, I think about settling down all the time. It would be so nice to have one person who likes me and accepts me for who I am. And all of my my travails and my struggles and my mental shit where sometimes I don't feel like talking to anybody. And that would be so nice. And it would be great if we, if when we did it, it was really good, too. And I wouldn't want anybody else. That would be nice. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much to ask, universe? Jesus. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Somebody, somebody said, "Holy fuck! Episode two hundred five is good. Thank you." Yeah, I barely remember it. <laughs> Come on, I, honestly, Mandela. I don't even remember. I, I I listened to it back when I uh, when I edited it, and now it's out of my head. No, oh, it was one of our more popular episodes. Good for sure. And uh, <laughs> gotta love uh, Nelson Mandela, both hosting the grind and being a sports commentator. Yes, yes, I do remember this. So fucking good. We did it. All right. Here's a last one, I guess, right? Listener Casey reporting back about my ex-interaction from last week. This is the person who purposely ran into their... Yes, yes, okay. <clears throat> there was never bad blood. We didn't fucking put a, a name to it, by the way. It's, uh, it's bold. Yeah. All right, Casey, you're on blast. They're going now. Um, <laughs> there was never bad blood between the two of us, so we're just stuck in this limbo of awkwardly trying to be friends, and I'm finding myself pumping the brakes a lot. Brakes is spelt B R A K E S. 
You like couldn't help yourself. Couldn't help myself. I won't let myself be a sad little man and end up in her DMs, I promise. All caps also. I downloaded Hinge per Andrew's no. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was me. It was my suggestion, not Andrew Andrew's suggestion. Andrew has no need for a dating app. Thank you very much. If I may stand up for my friend. Yeah. Yeah. And that app looks like the breeding ground for wannabe Instagram models and it's fucking awful. Uh, I mean, well, I got laid off for twice. Yeah, I was gonna so. say, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what's why you, you gotta prejudge, man? It's fine. Yeah, Want to be Instagram models? So I can need love too. Yeah, you know. God. Thanks for the encouragement, though, boys. All right, Casey, keep get, keep you know keep reaching for the stars. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. That's what Casey Kasem used to say. All right, you know what? And we got one more we got to do here. Okay. <clears throat> Hey guys, dude who bought a sword for 10 bucks and asked you about Ken from Street Fighter here with a real moral dilemma. A friend of mine's husband just got fired after getting caught stealing from the Wawa. This friend is now (laughs) coming on to me and sending me pictures of her butt at 3 a.m. Do I steal this idiot's girl or what? Um, (laughs) my My compulsion is to say yes. However, anybody who gets caught stealing from a convenience store probably has no problem punching you hard. Yeah, no, this is a dude who, like, fucking, like, has a, a tire beater in his car just for when he sees you when, he, yeah. when you're out at the fucking arcade. Yeah, there'll be some outsider shit yeah. that would be waiting for you both outside the movie theater. Like, I wouldn't go for it. Yeah, or, like, it's this dude definitely it. has, like, a friend who's a biker who's hard up for cash all the time. You know, yeah. just like, yeah, don't fucking, don't fuck around with this. this is... And she loves, she's loving pitting two guys against each other. Yep. Women love that. Everybody loves that. I love it. But, um, yeah, so don't. And, but if, you know, but if you have a sword, I mean, even playing field, I guess you could stab him through the body with a long sword and watch it. He, like, looks down in amazement as his life leaves him. You gotta blood do comes out. so much shit after you kill somebody, even in self-defense. You gotta deal with, su- it, it is such a fucking hassle to kill somebody in self-defense. <laughs> It's just not, it is, I'm not sure it's worth it. <clears throat> no, a lot of paperwork. Tons of paperwork. First of all, then you've got to fucking, all right, so, so you stab this dude with the sword, and then the cop's like, why do you have a sword? And then you got to go through these fucking arcane-ass laws to see if it's legal. If you have a sword, chances are it's probably not, because you live in a fucking, a fucked up spot where you can't uh, defend yourself. And then, what, then his family's going to fucking, even if you don't go to jail his family's gonna fucking press a civil suit and you're gonna fucking be out a million dollars fucking hassle just don't do it <laughs> hey it's fucking hassle just, just don't do fucking it fucking hassle trust i fell down a uh i fell down a, a k-hole of uh like concealed carry insurance horror stories <laughs> it's fucked up <laughs> Love it. Like people fucking break into a dude's house at 3 a.m. and he shoots one in the head and then he gets sued for $3 million by the dead oh. guy's family. It's like, oh, wow. Okay. Interesting yeah. how this is working out in my life. Your next door neighbor sued you because they, uh, the gunshot woke them up. Yeah, right. And, it's and created damage. It is. Uh, it's next level. Um, conspiracy Barn, where is RBG edition? <laughs> Have you caught this? No, I haven't. What's up? So, Ruth Bader Ginsburg went in for surgery in December and hasn't been seen since. 
and there's this growing conspiracy that like they're weakened at Bernie's weakened at Bernie's seeing her and she's oh, <clears throat> she's either dead or incapacitated and they just don't want to have another like Kavanaugh circus so they're like oh can we just pretend she's alive and working from home and every day like the calls for like a proof of life gets louder and louder it's it is a wild scene so uh, I would love to do that conspiracy barn when we have more time well, if the Kennedys proved anything, was that when you die, you become a martyr. Yeah. Especially for people, especially for indecisive people, like Democrat, indecisive Democrats who are like, oh, 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 anything that makes me feel something, I'll vote for. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, trick is no, no one's voting to replace her. That's it. Like fucking the minute she dies, fucking Amy Coney Barrett's going in there, and it's gonna be like another fucking debacle where you're not gonna be able to watch TV for six weeks. Clarence Thomas. Oh, fuck. Yeah, Clarence, Clarence Thomas needs to die in order to fucking, like, even this out. But uh, it's, you know, it's, it's going to be a <laughs> scene, man. Clarence Thomas got caught talking oh, yeah. about pubes on a Coke can. What a weird... What these It's are so, so weird. funny to think so about how that was so, like, fucking scandalous. And then yeah. you look at Brett Kavanaugh, and it was like, he ran yeah. train, like, fucking rape gangs. Like... Uh, this escalated so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Uh, so, yeah. So my my thoughts are she is probably in very bad shape and uh, expect another like wild, wild Supreme Court scene in the spring. So that'll be fun. Can't wait. I, you know, I was getting so bored with politics. Oh, well, this will going on. This will <laughs> shake it right up. Don't worry. It'll be fine. It's just been been far too bland lately. No. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> well, Andrew, I appreciate you very much, and I know you have to go get some, uh, some patio furniture. furniture. Yes, in the rain, in the rain, and the cold. That's my favorite part. Is the you're walking, <laughs> you're walking to do. Yes, this. we're only we're only walking in- around the corner, so it's not too bad. But in okay. a way, it's almost worse because if we're any further, I would just take the car. Right, but I can't justify giving up the parking space. No, definitely not. I hate it no. here. Send help. Oh, Andrew, I knew there was trouble. I knew there's trouble in the waters, in the crystal waters. It's just... Can this just be a secret episode we never really... Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Just, this is like very low energy. Um, it'll, it'll just be nowhere. Um, anything you want to plug? Uh, I would love to plug... Um, there is, we have a new, not really a sponsor, but they were always on our side. Uh, if you go on Instagram and look for at older ghosts, older ghosts, our friend Jay Moss married a woman named Jessie. She took the world by storm, moved here from Australia and created a store, online store, where you can find vintage clothing uh, that is not only inexpensive, but very, like, really good. Like, it's almost like, why would I go to the thrift store when I can just do this? She finds all the good stuff. It's called Older Ghosts, I think. I should look that up. before. I, just at Older Ghosts, and then you can find all the other info there. This is an entirely unsolicited plug. I just thought it would be nice because the, every time we have a new episode, they always rep us. She always reps us. And I figured that would be a nice thing to do in return. It's very nice of you. Go buy that shit. Yeah. I'm parlaying this into her giving us $1,000 to get Flea to teach on duty how to play bass. Wow. This is, <laughs> it's wild how you're, you're playing 4D chess here. My, uh, I can, I thought about it and I'm like, if I could just get into the same mode I was when I was a fundraiser, 
like when I would just like go to a bank and get fifty grand. Oh yeah, just by being myself. Like I could just do. I I I have always separated the two, but now I'm just like, I could just get, I I I just won't take no for an answer. <laughs> I'm just going there like I already got it. Fucking do that um, shit. Yeah. Um. But uh. And of course, Rhetoric Coffee, our old friends in Oakland, Rhetoric Coffee. Um, a coffee subscription service where you get delicious coffee delivered to your doorstep every two weeks. Uh, it's no problem. Uh, it's really easy to do and it's totally worth it. Rhetoriccoffee.com. Uh, why drink coffee when you can have it sent to your house instead? God damn it. I think that was okay. That was fine. <laughs> um, well, thank you, uh, everybody. We will come back to you uh, for episode two oh six, the real, the one we're going to re-record. We couldn't possibly re-record this because the the fire van content is it's too, <laughs> <is> too perfect. <laughs> <Right>. <clears throat> and it's funny, very prescient that literally what you said was going to happen. Oh yeah, I, I tell you, we only have X amount of energy. It can't, it can't uh, always. We came in hot, and then halfway through, I was like, I don't know what to say. Yep, that's I it. don't feel like doing any impressions. I don't you know, know why. What I did you last you time. had all that shit written down on those fucking notepads, and then you ran out, and you didn't no, train your brain to be ready. Oh, you got more I shit. Read w- I read one thing off this oh, piece fuck. of paper. All right, my my theory just fucking got shot to shit. All right, we'll I see you next mean, week. I, with I I don't mean to shoot your theories to shit. I think you're very smart. You're really treating me with like kid gloves this week. You think, you think I'm really fucked up? You think there's something really wrong with me right now? No, I don't. And my listeners, am I am I putting out the vibe that shit's going really wrong in my life? No. Nobody responded. <laughs> I don't know. All right, be good. I, I will. I will put that out to the people. All right, be good, everybody. We love you. Uh, listen to us and tell a friend and tell rate a friend. Us and, leave uh, a review. All that good yeah. shit. Yeah, because uh, you know we need uh, we need to be uh, a very large and powerful podcast. I mean, I can't even say it. If you really want to watch Flea fucking teach Sean Duty how to play slap bass, leave a review. Uh, yeah, because you know what? It's gonna happen if you spot with the cash. <laughs> be good. Okay. Never know ass unless you spot with the cash. That's trick daddy. Boom. Okay. So raise up off this young hoe. Cause I heard you punkin' some, but you can't punk me, dog. I got my own thing, cause I let my nuts hang. If you wanna bring it, bring it on. No pain, no gain. So as I creep, can you peep what I speak? Techniques unique. So what you're saying is obsolete. So there it is. As I go about my days, I can only bring it to you like this. And so many ways. Some women are bad-minded, cannot take them from no friend. Them shoulda illegal, shoulda illegal. Cause I borrow them, love borrow, but I lend them never lend. Them shoulda illegal, shoulda illegal. Hey, 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 this is Warren G, you know. And I was in Baghdad before these little youngsters was in their daddy bag, you know. Yeah, they in violation when he out, so handle them. It's all plain and simple. I rode just to serve a lifetime with my niggas. Idiotic fools can't figure the way I display, or should I say more than that? It's crucial when I name how many niggas got my back, never lack the skills. When it's time to handle mine, you can front if you wanna, but you still know the time I'm.
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.